to the Chin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. First and foremost, I would like to wish my mom a happy birthday. Today's her birthday. I know this is going to come out tomorrow, but happy the day birthday. we're recording, <laughs> it's her birthday, and I know she's going to be listening. So happy birthday, mom. Very nice. So in the face of everything crazy that is giving us a little bit of deja vu, how are things going with you business-wise? Um, so... I made a couple of tweaks to my office that have been a little bit, I don't want to say life-changing, just like two notches down from life-changing. Okay. A wireless mouse and a wireless keyboard. Oh, yes, baby. Bluetooth or do you have a dongle? It's like the USB thing. Is that what? Dongle. A dongle, yeah. I like to say dongle as much as possible, so. (laughs) I remember when I was in college, one of my professors loved saying that. (laughs) We would do like connecting the laptop to the screen. She's like, I need to go get the dongle. And I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I guess that is fun to say. But seriously, it's freed up the way my desk moves. And I don't know why it took me so long to do it. And I feel like this technology came out like 10 years ago. I wish you would have talked to me first so I could have talked you into Bluetooth. Because I I have Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, and both of them can switch devices. So like if someone texts me on my phone, I can click a button on my keyboard and type into my keyboard (gasps) to text them. And then I can just click the other button and go back to my computer. I just did not see you just don't know what you don't know. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know that that would have been like a beneficial thing for me mm-hmm. to look into. So it, it can go with three different devices and my mouse can go with two, which is great because I sometimes take my smaller Chromebook when I travel. So all I have to do is click a button and it switches to that mm-hmm. one. But if I wanted to have them side by side for some crazy reason, I could switch back and forth easily. So, and then I just like not having to keep track of a dongle. So now you guys know, if you guys haven't already recently invested in wireless <laughs> keyboard and mouse, get the Bluetooth one. Well, you know, it was a big goal of mine to make sure that my entire office setup fits in a backpack because when I travel, I hate it when I'm slowed down because I'm on different equipment. So mm-hmm. I have my laptop. It has a slide out second monitor called a sidetrack. Then I have my Bluetooth keyboard and mouse and everything fits right in a backpack so that when I travel, I can have my exact setup and I'm not slowed down in any way. I love it. And you are not slowed down at all. I've seen you like when you visited me in Tampa, I'm like, what is this screen? (laughs) (laughs) Serious business. Well, before we jump into our discussion this week, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. But I just realized I asked you how business was going and we ended up talking about technology, (laughs) which is very important. You know, it's my obsession. Um, But I'm just curious how it's going because I'm, it's interesting for me. So how's it going for Um, you? So do you know the Katy Perry song, Hot and Cold? Yes. It is like that. Um, Yeah, or you, 
changes clothes. Yeah. So I feel like that is kind of where my business is. And I think you mentioned this as well. Like on one hand, you know, there's all, luckily I don't have too many cancellations. It's been mostly reschedules and I've rescheduled some big ticket trips to 2023 for, um, you know, the understandable reasons. Like this huge big ticket trip was a summer trip to Japan. So they're just like, we just don't see the borders opening up. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I definitely see that. There hasn't really been a reopening plan. So it would be a smart thing to move it later on down the line. So we're not sitting on pins and needles waiting for the government to announce reopening. But a lot of reschedules, but also a ton of new inquiries for travel within the first six months of this year. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yep. So I've had a few cancellations. Um, one person canceled every cruise she had booked in 2022, which was four different cruises. And uh, and actually, side note, I'm kind of happy she took them all out because I'm, I'm going to politely decline future business from her um, because she, even in the face of a pandemic, she, she always did it. But even knowing that there's real emergencies going on, she puts emergency in the subject line every time she wants to talk to me. Doesn't matter what the subject is. There's literally no hurry. It just means I want you to answer me right now. And unfortunately, this last time was the last drop because it was in the midst of a family emergency for me. And I just, I can't do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to move, give her a referral, but uh, maybe with a proper advisement to the advisor who takes her. But um, so that one actually had a silver lining and the other ones like I, I, I just can't be upset. I understand everyone has to make the best decision for their family. And luckily, right on the other side of that, I'm getting inquiries left and right. Uh, people are excited about booking for this year. It's really interesting. Either people are freaking out or they're excited and there it's just not even a bump in the road and even my sister's coming to visit me um she gets here this weekend i'm super excited and she has been an extremely cautious throughout the entire pandemic and i kind of thought you know with omicron popping up like maybe she was just not going to feel comfortable and of course i would not i would have been sad obviously not to see her but uh, i would totally get it but she's kind of at a point where she's just like we got to we got to learn how to live. We got to live with it. So she's still coming mm -hmm. at this point. So I'm super, super excited. Yay. But um, it's well, interesting well, just to see the dip totally, totally different attitudes. Let me know if this is true from what you're seeing. But from my clients, it's not necessarily the fear of getting COVID in terms of, you know, their hesitancy in planning a trip. It's more so the changing travel restrictions and not really understanding, you know, first of all, what they are, but second of all, how they're going to change. And, you know, I, I feel like this was a thing early on, but I feel like it's more so now, even with Omicron, and because they, they know that, you know, even if they are protected in terms of being vaccinated or wearing masks, whatever they choose to do, um, they're okay with that risk. What they're not okay with is not knowing what it takes to get there and get back. Yes. Well, 
I'm half and half because like the person who canceled all her cruises, she's in her seventies and has had some health issues and it is truly like, I can't risk my health to travel. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's been a couple more like that. I do have quite a few elderly clients because I've been booking their cruises for 9,000 years, but um, I absolutely think that a lot of it is worry about getting back. And I actually, I keep getting these emails that I can't answer I think we talked about this last week. And one of them was like, um, is she wanted me to assure her that the testing requirements would not change while she was on her cruise, that there was no mm-hmm. chance that things would change. And I was like, I can't promise you that it is entirely possible. You need mm-hmm. to be prepared for every scenario. You may need to be tested. And if you test positive, you're going to have to quarantine. You know, I, She's asking me because she wants a specific answer. She probably knows deep down I can't give it to her, but the nervous energy just gets those fingers on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, yeah, ugh. yeah, definitely see that. So I agree with you 100%. A lot of people are, it's all about what if I test positive? And plus, a lot of people are testing positive in destination mm-hmm. suddenly, and we're seeing that all over the news. So you can't blame people for being concerned about that. Yeah. I mean, if it gets to the point, there are some folks who are just so, so nervous about testing positive for COVID and getting stuck in destination. And in those scenarios, um, I think the insurance provider is COVAC. Do you remember hearing about COVAC where it's like an insurance policy where if you test positive in destination, Mm -hmm. they will provide private transportation back to wherever your home is to get treated there. Yep. Now, the policy is pricey, yep. but if people need that peace of mind and they're okay with paying for it, I'm just it's like, look at this. Like, if, you're, if this is your main concern, check out this insurance policy. And if you, you know, depending on how much you want to travel, like, this is, this is the information. Do with it as you, as you will. Yeah. Well, I also... I feel like this is probably a real temporary glitch. Everything that we're reading, all of the articles we're highlighting, everyone feels confident that this is going to pass quickly and may potentially have an overall positive effect. So I'm just focusing on that. Yeah, yeah, same. The first article that we we wanted to share is from Travel Age West. Emma. Love Travel Age West. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Emma. The title of this article is Despite Holiday Flight Disruptions, Travel Sentiment is on the Upswing. Exactly. How was your Christmas and New Year's? I wanted to ask because mine was a little bit hectic thanks to these flight changes and cancellations. I didn't have any issues. Uh, I only had a couple of people cruising and they drove to the port. So I was oh, very lucky. So nice. That was so nice that they did that because mine got a little bit hairy. Um around Christmas time. So um, basically, this article talks about flight cancellations and record COVID-19 cases. It led to a pretty choppy end of 2021. Um, but even so, it's looking pretty promising in terms of travel sentiment, like the way people feel about traveling. Um, mm-hmm. That is, quote unquote, on the upswing. Yeah. I think it's like I said, a lot of people are just sort of like, this is how we live now. Mm -hmm. So we got to work around it. 
Right. Um, no one's going to continue, not no one, but most people are not willing to just continue to stay home. So it's right. It's a matter of taking precautions, assessing risk. Um, it does say that COVID-19 isn't leaving the conversation anytime soon. And nearly half of respondents believe the pandemic will be worse or much worse in the next month. And consumers' confidence in the ability to travel safely has dropped 10 points since November 12th. So it says travel advisors will need to continue to gauge clients' current comfort levels. So like I said, it's just sort of like either YOLO or... Or YOLO. <laughs> or, like YOLO, you only live once, let's go all out. Or YOLO, you only live once, let's be safe. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The two-sided coin of YOLO. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but still, as travel advisors... And we've been talking about this ever since COVID first started. What we can do, and the only thing we can do is just give information. And, yeah. you know, I even had someone say, like, based on your crystal ball, I'm like, listen, if I had a crystal ball, I'd be super rich right now. Yeah. Like, super rich. I can tell you what's going to happen, but I don't. But here are the trends. Here's what's currently happening. And this is the information that we have so far. And that's all I can offer you. Yep. That's all you can do. Well, something I love about Emma is she often puts fast facts in her articles, which we love a fast fact, AKA excess <laughs> baggage. Um, so one of them is that Omicron is not affecting local sentiment toward tourism in the same way as Delta or the original strain did. And so only 38% of those surveyed say they don't want tourists in their communities now. Pretty good. Uh, it also says 61% of U.S. travelers say they're enthusiastic to learn about new travel experiences and 35.5% are ready to spend on travel now with almost 60% prioritizing spending on travel within the next three months. And you just said a lot of your New inquiries are the first half of 22, right? Yes. Within the first, my March is insane. I'm looking at the calendar on Traveljoy where I put all the dates for my current trips. And I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone is, and they're not families for spring break. These are like adults, you know, yeah. taking, taking time off in March. Um, it also says that more than 30% of U.S. travelers expect to take more leisure trips in 2022 than 2021. Most respondents, 75.8%, will prioritize having fun while traveling as opposed I to what? I guess maybe corporate travel? Well, I don't know. They'll prioritize having fun while tra I don't know. Maybe they're including corporate. I know uh, a close friend of mine travels for work. And since July, mm -hmm. she has flown 180,000 miles. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so the last one, uh, last fast fact here is that in the first quarter of 2022 alone, 46% of respondents say they will take at least one leisure trip. And 11.1% say they'll take at least one business trip. So pretty nice. Yeah, pretty nice. Um, I remember I had a couple of clients. Um, they were brand new to using a travel advisor uh, last year. And they uh, it was early in 2021. And they were reaching out about their honeymoon. And they were so used to booking things on their own. And they reached out this time, obviously, because of COVID and all the considerations. And I remember speaking to them. And the bride was like, uh, we are really COVID conscious. They were literally my most COVID conscious client and they wanted 
assurances that tour companies are operating under COVID protocols. Um, there, there would be, you know, support for any COVID related things. They wanted to, they wanted me to send them all the details of the ways that the hotels and resorts as well as tour companies were addressing COVID. And they had not gone out to eat at all. And the first time they will gather in a group is at their wedding and wedding reception in July. Oh my and they wanted gosh. to book a honeymoon um, in, I believe it was in September. So I'm like, okay, obviously we need some wide open spaces, outdoorsy things, things that'll mentally make them feel like they are able to space out if they needed to. So we ended up going to Costa Rica and they were super happy with it. Like they came back and they said, we just felt amazing there. Um, it was a great experience. We felt like they were taking COVID seriously. Um, and just like I'm snapping my fingers, I don't know if you can hear it. Like, just like that, they all of a sudden had like a shift in thinking. They booked another trip with me mm -hmm. to go to Italy for New Year's Eve. And this was post Omicron. When Omicron came out in the news, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I wonder how they're going to feel about it. They did not care. They were just like, are any um, components of our trip being impacted by Omicron? And I said, no, not at this time. They're like, great. And they went on their trip and they were fine. Awesome. I love so, that. Definitely a change in mindset well, happening for consumers. Yeah. So our next travel or next article, excuse me, is also from Travel Age West. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And this one is a hot topic right now. It's called Why the Travel Community Disagrees with CDC's Latest Cruise Guidance. I don't know if anybody saw there was a meme that ASTA put out that said something like, if a cruise ship was a state, it would be the safest state in the country. And actually, our friend Effie Walthall um, from who is with TPI, which is the host company where Teresa and I both have our businesses, is quoted in this. And I like what she says here. Let me ask you this. Where can you go right now where everyone is fully vaccinated and tested two days before getting on board a controlled environment? Nowhere except a cruise. That was Effie's quote. She um, is so right. I can hear and it in her voice. I can hear it yeah, in her I can voice hear right now. Sure. You need like an extra spice when you say that. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> and I always say, don't F with Effie. Um, that's my saying for her. But it's so true. And Effie and I don't always agree on everything, but we agree on this. Um, although I should try to keep my opinions out of this. But it just says Walthall is one of the, one of a chorus of travel advisors who are furious over the double standard that the CDC has applied to the cruise sector. Because one other thing that Evie points out is that the CDC permits sitting shoulder to shoulder on airplanes and at concerts, sporting events, and theme parks. Those are allowed to operate unrestricted. So, uh, and also air travel is not required to submit viral statistics to the CDC like the cruise industry is. Yeah, and as someone who, like, I personally think that if you need to have COVID protocols in place to have something happen in a way that will decrease the risk of getting anyone sick, like go ahead and put those protocols in place. But the CDC right before this, 
they decreased the quarantine time from 10 days to five days mm -hmm. if you were like asymptomatic or whatever the details were because they needed people to go back to work like specifically yeah. you know healthcare workers and i'm like you can't tell me that you care about our health if you did the decrease in quarantine days yet you are telling us don't go cruising because it's not safe or there are high incidences i'm like where where look at the numbers like you guys love numbers look at the numbers less than one percent is not high incidences <laughs> but it really is puzzling i don't understand what is the motivation for singling out cruises versus all of the other things that i mentioned it just doesn't mm -hmm. compute and i i'm like is it because the cruise lines are not registered in the United States? Are they getting punished? I don't like, obviously that's just a hypothesis that it has no, no evidential <laughs> basis. I'm just saying, these are the thoughts that go through my mind. Like what is causing this? It just doesn't, nothing, nothing fits together. Um, mm -hmm. So Zane Kirby is quoted in this. Um, and obviously Zane is the president and CEO of ASTA. Mm -hmm. He issued a statement saying that cruising is no more responsible for the spread of the Omicron variant than travelers from Southern Africa were at the outset of the current crisis. And they quote him here by saying, but we continue to see knee-jerk reactions singling out travel for discriminatory treatment. Kirby wrote, because the travel industry is regulated more heavily than other activities, when COVID-19 caseloads rise or new variants emerge, travel takes a hit. It brings to mind the old saying, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. This pattern needs to stop. Yep. And it's interesting. I sometimes make the mistake of opening the comments on Facebook, you know, when these media stories are posted on Facebook. And one day I'll look in there and it's people saying how no one should ever cruise. It's a floating Petri dish, you know, all those little mm -hmm. zingers and one-liners and then another day I'll open an article and it'll be like, I just got off a cruise. I'm going on another one in a month. I felt safer than at home. Like, again, such polar opposite viewpoints. Right. Why is everything right. so polarizing right now? It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> but the bottom line is uh, we're with you. The frustration is real. Um, I don't know what the answer is. Do you have the answer, Teresa, in your crystal ball? I mean, it's being polished right now, so I can't really look into it. Okay, um, but okay. once it's back from the shop, I You'll will let us take know. a look at it and let you know. Perfect. I remember commenting on one of the threads after this announcement was made. I was just like, I kind of just want to book a cruise for myself out of spite. Because <laughs> I'm just that. like, I, I can be very spiteful. Um, <laughs> this is one instance <laughs> I where I feel city. like your spite would really pay off. I'd be like, I'm booking a cruise right now. <laughs> you can watch me have fun while you stay home. <laughs> Absolutely. What if what if the cruise lines um, decided to say, um, we are gifting CDC workers free cruises? Would the CDC staff members take them oh, up on a free cruise? Good idea. All expenses paid cruise. Free beverage package. Yep. Yep. <sighs> well, I will say too that, um, you know, it's been a bumpy few weeks. Like 
obviously I have people, I've had people cruising every single week since they resumed at the end of June with nothing but rave reviews. Um, but the last few weeks have been bumpy because people don't like surprises and there's been a lot of port cancellations and show mm-hmm. cancellations and things like that. Um, so trying to field those is no fun right now either, especially when the media is bashing cruises. Mm-hmm. And then one of my clients tripped over a rug and broke her kneecap and, you know, just like the weirdest, <laughs> it's like we just went through the Bermuda Triangle. So hopefully we're yes. almost out. <laughs> we got one more, right? Yes. Our last article is from Travel Agent Central and it's about Barbados streamlining port entry protocols. Um, The island of Barbados has announced updated guidelines streamlining the port entry protocols to enable visitors um, to enable visitors to experience the destination in a safe and responsible manner. Um, The new protocols require each cruise line to conduct pre-embarkation health assessments of travelers, which include questions to identify symptoms that indicate a traveler's health status. I thought this was an interesting article because I wonder if other islands are going to follow suit. And I um, obviously love anything that sounds like they're streamlining these processes. Um, It says travelers advising on transit calls must have embarked at the respective home port with a valid negative standard rapid PCR or antigen test taken within three days. Uh, Guests will only be permitted to disembark and take bubble excursions for tours approved for sale by tour operators as authorized by cruise lines and tours approved for sale by independent tour operators and taxi operators as authorized by the government of Barbados following the appropriate health and security requirements. So that's, you can't just get off and do whatever you want, which of course Mm -hmm. is not ideal. Um, but if it allows for the continuation, yeah, sorry, Mm -hmm. go ahead. It says here fully vaccinated guests arriving into Barbados with a negative antigen test taken within three days of arrival will be permitted free shore leave. Oh, I didn't even catch that one. Well, I don't know about, well, I guess maybe for, if you've got kids that are not vaccinated, I mean, at this Mm -hmm. point you have to be vaccinated to get on a cruise ship to begin with. Um, with very few exceptions, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's nice. Then I guess most guests would be able to just have free short leave. I totally missed that mm-hmm. little paragraph. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need, we need to read and reread everything now. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, and this is an even fine print. Like everything is the same size print now. <laughs> Are you calling me old? No, I'm calling myself old. I just have to zoom like up the zoom on my screen of my computer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it says travelers are considered fully vaccinated if they have completed a full regimen of vaccines, the standard COVID-19 vaccinations. Um, so I know people love the Barbados port whenever they're cruising. So this mm-hmm. could be a great way for them not to encounter the, we have revised our itinerary and Barbados is no longer on our list of ports. Yeah. And my hope is that all of the cruise ports are going to get, I don't even know why I'm wishing for that. Things just change day to day, but it would be nice if there were more streamlined port entry (laughs) protocols. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, we can wish we can wish. Mm -hmm. Should we dive into some headlines? Oh yeah. All right, it's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory. 
so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Weekly, Royal Caribbean canceled sailings on four ships departing from Florida, citing ongoing COVID-related circumstances around the world. The Symphony of the Seas canceled its cruise scheduled to depart January 8th, and the ship will be out of service for two more cruises, resuming on January 29th. The Jewel of the Seas canceled its January 9th cruise and will not return to service until February 20th. The Serenade of the Seas canceled from January 8th to March 4th and will return to service on April 26th after undergoing a dry dock. And the Vision of the Seas will delay its restart from January 8th to March 7th, where it will launch from Port Everglades. My, that's my client's fourth suspended <laughs> cruise was that Vision suspension. They also report that entry regulations for the Bahamas have changed once again. Vaccinated travelers and children between the ages of 2 and 11 can present proof of either a negative rapid antigen test or a PCR test taken no more than three days prior to arrival, as well as proof of vaccination. Unvaccinated travelers ages 12 and older must present a negative PCR test within three days of arrival. Children under the age of 2 are exempt from any testing requirement. And out of Article from Travel Pulse says that Hawaii is reopening to cruise ships on January 15th. Another one from them says that Ireland has lifted its pre-testing requirement for travelers. From January 6th, visitors from the U.S. need to show a valid digital COVID certificate or another valid proof of recent infection or vaccination and will not need to take a COVID-19 test. Travelers who are not vaccinated or recovered from COVID will need to have a test result of not detected uh, a PCR test taken within 72 hours of arrival. Travel Agent Central reports that almost four miles of alleyways in Jerusalem's old city have now been made wheelchair friendly. In addition, a number of sharp hills throughout the destination were flattened and railings have been added to aid in getting down the steeper alleyways. The city is also working on an innovative accessibility system for those who are visually impaired in tandem with a new app called Step Here, which will provide guides and content for over 60 different holy sites. With these updates, Jerusalem's old city is now one of the largest accessible historic cities in the world. Another headline from them says that Apple Leisure Group will open a Dreams Resort in Cartagena. Dreams Carib Caribana, Cartagena Beach and Golf Resort will have 268 rooms, all with private terrace, balcony, or swim out access. According to Travel Market Report, the CDC on Monday raised Canada from its level three to level four warning uh, label, telling Americans to avoid travel to Canada. And this is, of course, over COVID-19 concerns. And our high note today comes from Recommend Magazine. Starting on Sunday, January 9th, Israel is reopening its borders to all international travelers, meaning U.S. and Canadian travelers can freely enter and depart the country. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at thetinlounge.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. No one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.